do you go? That was class. Do you? It was ass. It's always ass. <laughs> It's, it's, it's never not late. Oh, oh. I've had some good like professors though, that make it like worth my time. Like I don't know, but they were always my like entrepreneurship classes. Oh okay. So those were always fun. Does that shit? Like, those classes? Did it ever feel like you're just literally just wasting your time for real? No. Really? I, they taught me how to write a whole business plan. Oh okay okay so it was, it was something yeah. something was there okay that's fair. Does it mean anything, or is it just like no. a thing? I have a one that means this one. I don't know what you this one is, but the one I have that means something is a purple one. It's amethyst, and it means faith. My middle name is Faith. Oh, okay. I don't know okay. which one this one is. I just thought it was cute. Mm. I lost my amethyst one in Damn. a car accident. The one. Oh wow! Yeah. I guess you had faith. I don't know. Cause I didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> literally, the, literally, literally. The thing went, but I didn't die. So. Oh. That is good. So you don't really believe in the whole crystal thing, but you kind of believe in the whole crystal thing? I don't believe in the crystal thing. Oh, okay. But okay. I think they're cute. All right. That's very fine. Very fine. Very it's fine. like it's like the horoscope shit. Like, I don't really believe in it, but it's cute. It's funny to, like, read through it, you know? Okay. And be like, oh, you're a Libra. You're a liar. <laughs> you know? It's like, okay, you're not. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's funny to, like, just talk about this shit. But okay. for I'll me, it's not something I sit down and I'll argue with you. No. Oh, God. I feel it. I feel it. See, see how I used to make all the jokes about the crystals and the Libras and all them jokes? Yeah, no. You believe in them now? I got cursed a little bit, but we'll see if it was actual curse or I was just being dumb. Thinking you were not the wrong, With the wrong head, that might have been a problem. And, wait, no. Any, any weapon form against me shall not prosper. Amen, that's what the amen. Bible says. You're not amen, cursed. Amen, amen, amen. People say you're cursed. That's BS. Cursed. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Ah, but what's up, y'all? I'm your host, Sensei NK. Oh, it's going? Oh, yeah, no, we just, we, I just chat for like a little bit and then just, just run okay. right into it. Yeah, no, it's the, the I'm just <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your host, Sensei NK, back in with another episode. I'm not with my co-host, but I'm with... Ice. Ice Selena. Wow. It's, it has took us a while to get you on the show, but it has finally happened. Amen, it's, amen, it's, amen. everything has came together. Okay. So the first thing I want to ask you, what is ICE? Because of like, I've seen the flyers, I've seen the parties, I've seen people like the word of mouth from mm-hmm. concerts and things of that nature, but what is ICE truly? So I'm ICE, but ICE Entertainment <laughs> is my okay. brand. And ICE Entertainment basically is a new form of entertainment. Our goal is to switch up how people do things. Like obviously we throw parties, we throw shows, we throw all the different things, but like every event, I do my best to curate it in a way that's different from any other venue I've ever been to. So like, and also trying to, not trying to, I'm also going to progress and start doing networking events. I'm gonna start doing like, I'm gonna go back to doing open mics. I'm gonna start doing more events in the community. I'm gonna do like house shows, like literally like- What does that mean? Uh, so basically, you come. There's gonna be a lot of house people who own homes and own like ceilings and own chandeliers and own tile and paint. And there, you just come and you try to you talk to people or see what you need. It's like oh. a vendor. It's like a vendor event, but oh, okay. with houses. So it's not you're not vending like regular things, but it'll be with houses. But also it'll be like with um like with credit stuff like that, like different note keynote speakers to come in, just like different things to do where like our black community can go and have space to just be be themselves and elevate and like progress because every day should not be a party. Every day should not just be <laughs> where we we always should not just be outside. We, it's not forced to always just go out and like go to a concert. It's not forced to always just go out and do this. Like you should have other options. And I feel like okay. 
with the brand, that's the goal. That's where we're going. But right now, you got to gain the fan base. And what mm-hmm. do people like? They like shows. They like parties. So now, mm-hmm. once they fuck with you and they see, oh, every time I go to her, shit is lit. Or every time I go to their shit is lit. And when I do something that's, like, totally different, they'll be like, mm, let me just see, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can benefit from the events that we're going to be doing in the future. I even have an idea to do, like, a pitch fest where it's like, you're coming with your idea, your business plan, and you're going to pitch it out to people. I have, like, sponsors and stuff, and I have different, like, network of people who are going to come and judge it, but they actually have bread. So, okay. like, fuck around, you really, like, give something that makes sense, you could win some money, or you mm-hmm. not win some money, you could earn some money. And mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're progressing. I want to open clubs. I want to do, um, I want to open, like, have you been to Gray's? I've not been to Gray's. Have you been to, I'm trying to think something like Gray's? Mm, okay, so but Gray's is basically a space, like it's a community space. You sit down, you come, you chill, but there's food vendors all around. Okay. And then there's like different, there's an outside, there's a rooftop, and there's an inside, and there's a two-four on the inside. And you just come, you chill. And it's just like a space for you to do. You could do your homework, you could have an event there, you could have a fashion show, you could have whatever. I would call it in a multi-event space. Like I want to open okay. something like that. So like I like Gray's and I want to, I like the, how, they, how they set it up and I want to implement that but in like my way, African style. Mm. But it, also make the whites come too because you got to include everybody. Of course, of course, of course. Is it difficult trying to toe that line? Try, actually, I feel like I'm jumping ahead too much. Okay. How do you gain that fan base like the to get people to come? Because if I've realized, especially with a lot of like Minnesota stuff, I mean, it's changing now, but it's always been so difficult to get people together and actually fuck with a thing. Especially if it's not, like, major yet. Mainstream? Mm -hmm. I mean, I really just think, and I'm like, what do people like? People like to support people sometimes, right? Mm. But it's like there's certain people where in the community where it's like they actually do, they're working hard, they're consistent. So it's like I'll take my time to go on my phone, look and see who's doing their thing, and I'll be like, hey, can you host? Can you be a part of this? Like, Because nothing, I can't do anything by myself. I can't do anything by myself in this mm. life. Like You have to have somebody to work with. And so I look at the people. I observe different people. I see how they move. I go to different shows. I see who's actually talented. And I'm like, hey, fuck with me. And, you know, people most of the time say yes, and they come together. Is it difficult finding those that group of people to actually fuck with you? I mean, it's I wouldn't say it's difficult. Um, I've been blessed. I will say that for sure. I've been blessed. Really? Like for sure. Like my very first event, it was like 150 people came. Oh, okay. And I've never did an event before. And it's at Underground Music Cafe during COVID. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. okay. People were pissed off at me. Like this girl messaged me. She was like, "You're gonna go to hell. You're bringing people together, getting everybody sick." Bye, bye, bye. And I was like, "My bad, shorty." <laughs> and then that same girl, like a year or two later, or like a year and a half later, she hit my line. I, I'm so proud of you. You've been doing so good. You're so consistent. I'm like, "Bitch, you told me to go to hell, <laughs> but okay." And I was just telling you how I can hold a grudge. Mm. So I, I was like, "Cool," but I was still mad at her ass when she told me that. But I was like, "Thanks, I guess," mm. but. It's not hard, but it's definitely difficult. I'll say this. It's difficult once they're in the position, they're doing the thing, and it's like, okay, you give them this instruction, and they don't follow it. Oh, okay. But it's like... What do you mean? Like, oh, mic check is at 5. Nigga's coming at 10 p.m. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's like... Ah. Say, yeah, it's like stuff like that. Then they'll be like, oh, my mic fucked up, or oh, I sounded bad, or... It's your own mouth. <laughs> no, right. Or it's like, oh, you set up everything, and then people don't show up. Like, the, 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 the person who's supposed to shut up don't show up. Like, things like that happen. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Things happen, but to get to the people and to conversate with them is never that hard. It's okay. just, the, it's just the hey, what's up? I've seen your work. I'm interested in working with you. Would you like? Would you like to or not? So it's always the showing up. That's the hardest part. If you can get yeah. them there, mm-hmm. okay, I feel that. Yeah. See, especially doing something kind of like this, I've realized that I've had to like 
interact with so many egos that I didn't really think people really had until you're like face to face talking with them mm-hmm. or like over text or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. And I feel like to do things kind of like this where people are gathering for you, you kind of have to have like a grandiose personality to yourself. Mm-hmm. So do you think that you've always had that in you? If you do have that. Do you think you're um, not better than everybody else, but like deep down you got that dog in you? Deep down, I'm that bitch. Like, I'm her, you know? Like, not to swear on your podcast, but it's like, I'm not saying, like, I'm better than anybody else. I I think that's ignorant. I think anyone who thinks truly they're better than somebody, that's ignorant. But I will say I'm a good person. Like, I have a genuine heart, and I'm doing this not just for myself. I'm doing this for the community. So at the end of the day, like, anyone can say anything to me, and I'm going to be like, that's fine. I know, I know who I am. I know where my heart is. I know who my God is. I know how I talk to myself at night. I know who I've let influence me. Like, I know what I've been through. You can't tell me what nothing. I mm-hmm. just, at the end of the day, I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to keep on doing my best. Mm-hmm. I've, I've heard you mention God in multiple times. How is that? How has God implemented into what you do? He's everything. How? He's I'm assuming you grew up in the church? No, I didn't. Oh. My mom didn't go to church much. My dad didn't go. My dad didn't like church, so my mom didn't go much. I started going when I was young, when I was, like, not younger, when I was, like, middle school but then I stopped going then I started going back in high school stopped going again and then college that's when I really was like I want to be here because I chose to be here why because like like going to church with my mom in like middle school my mom forced me to go I didn't want to go mm. going in like in like elementary school would be like once every like six months but it's like still like, I don't want to go why are you forcing me to go to church I don't want to go to church I don't know nothing about that so once I got to college it was a breakup I got I broke up with this boy I was with for like three four years and I was just like, damn, I don't know who I am. I don't know my purpose. I've just been his girlfriend. Really? Yeah, it's like, I've, this is, I've been his girlfriend. I've always like loved doing more. I've always had the vision of I want to do more. I want to be a hustler. I want to be a boss. I want to be like a millionaire. I've always had that drive since I was a little girl. But it was more so I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to do it. I just knew I wanted to do it. So broke up with him, and I just had to spend a lot of time with myself. I spent a lot of time with myself. I didn't have anyone to talk to, so I started talking to God. Went, got baptized, and from then on, it was just this. This is who I am. This is who I want to be. This is my purpose, and I'm going to do this because at the end of the day, I want to bring people back to God. I want to bring the entertainment, the lifestyle. Like, oh, cause like not to say I'm Jesus, I'm not Jesus, but Jesus hung out with like thieves, bad people, the the like the. Scandalous, <laughs> you know, Jesus was with that, and it's like people think, oh, because I'm in that mix, oh, you're never gonna make it to heaven, da, da, da. and it's like that's crap. Like I'm going to make it to heaven. Why? Because all these people who have all these issues, especially with the church, mm-hmm. that's why they don't go to church. That's why they don't believe in God because they have all all these different issues. They're gonna go to church. Why? Because they've seen ICE do all this stuff, and now ICE is inviting them to a Bible study. You know what? Ice is cool. She never really pushed God on me. She never really did that to me. I, I want to fuck with her. Like I, I want to try it out. You never know. It mm-hmm. might be cool. Mm-hmm. But the first event I had, I prayed. Then the second event I had, I prayed. And then the third event, I prayed again. Then the fourth event, I got scared. And since that fourth event, I've never prayed again. Why? I've been scared. Scared of what? People like so the first three that I did it at, oh, like people you were prayed just talking. At mm-hmm. the, oh, okay, ah, that's a little crazy, but mm-hmm. I, I you feel know, it, I feel it. and I was like, it was for me the first three. I had to do it, like it was, I had to. But then after that, I just got, I kept kept getting scared because mm. like the first three people would talk and they were yelling. Even one of them, someone was like, "Shut up!" And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was just praying. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> but 
it, I, I got scared. And so I haven't prayed since, but I want to get back to that, especially at like concerts and shows. I want to get back to that. Parties, it's a little hard to do that. But for shows and concerts, I really want to get back to that. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it would be kind of hard to do it like at like uh, a party. Exactly. Because of motherfuckers is pulling, their, pulling up their drunk as shit and we're talking about God. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that combination is a little wild. Yeah. But no, what is your favorite part about hosting all these parties then? I just love... Like, wait, were you a partier before? Really? No, I wasn't a party. So you're just an indoor. You're just indoors. Sometimes I'll go out with my girls here and there, mm-hmm. um, like probably like once a month type of vibe, and especially in college it was once a month. But I, in high college school, it was one a month. Yeah, but then like high school it was like barely. I barely went out, mm-hmm. and like I was. I never been a partier. I, I like. I like the vibe. I like to like chill with people, get to know people, and conversate. But I've never been like oh. This is where we're going this weekend. Next weekend we're going here. Then the third weekend we're going there. And then the fourth weekend we're going there. And then you know we're starting it all over again. The new month. Nah, it was like, bitch, I'll go out October thirteenth, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what you got for me this month. And then next month, which what we trying to do? You know what I mean? Wow. I just I'm, I have like anxiety issues too. Though. Okay. So like a lot of people make me really anxious, and I just be like, I just want to like run and hide. So mm. it just it was too much for me growing up. So is it harder doing it now then? Because I'm assuming you still have to make, like, a, like a, not the, the allure of you're, like, always outside, but, like, when you're outside, you have to go on yeah. and put on a face, I'm assuming. Yeah, of course. You got to put on a face. You got to show up. You got to be happy mm-hmm. and all that. But it's, like, kind of like you. You come on this show and you, you create a personality. Like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. who you are. But, like, at the end of the day, you're doing something for your purpose. So it's, like, you're going to step into that zone, that vibe, because that's what you want to do. So mm-hmm. it's, like, that's, just, that's what it got to be. Do you feel like you're faking it? That's what I've always battled with myself. I'm like, am I faking this? But I'm like, I don't think I'm faking it because I really get to my parties and I'd be happy as hell. Like, yeah, it's like we're here. The most shitty thing is when, like, it's not successful, but you have to find yourself. You have to find, like, the benefit of it not being successful monetarily. You have to understand, okay, these people came, they have fun, and that's enough for me, mm-hmm. you know? And that's just where it leaves mm-hmm. at. Because of, like, the reason why I asked that, because of, I saw you at, it wasn't Tantrum, it was at mm-hmm. Gold, Rare Gold Room this week uh, for Nigerian Independence. Yeah, I was. So, yeah, I saw you, like, walk, mm-hmm. and then, like, a lot of people were just, like, oh, talking, ah, da, 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 all the way as you got to the booth behind the DJ. Mm-hmm. So, like, someone was taking your time the whole way, and you had to interact with all of them. <laughs> like, were they all your peoples, or is it literally, like, not they were fans, but it was, like... <laughs> The same type of you like me because I do something, not the fact that you actually like me. I wouldn't say it's me. I mean, okay, see, that's a hard conversation because it's never it's never me to tell you, oh, you don't really fuck with me. You really just think I'm cool because what I do. Because mm-hmm. it's like, what if that's not the case? What if they're just, like, admirable of you? You know, they're just okay. like, I admire her because she's a, she's a hustler. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, for me... I wouldn't say no. None of my friends were there. I had one. I had went there because of one of my friends. It was his event, so I went there for him. And then the DJ, DJ Ola, and DJ Enel, they're my friends as well. So I went there for them as well. Okay. So I went there for those three people. And yeah, other than that, I didn't know any. You saw me. If you saw me, you saw me come by myself, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw I was by myself, and I just went to the DJ booth because I told him earlier. I was like, I'm coming. I'm gonna be by myself. Can I sit with y'all? He was like, yeah, it's fine, no problem. I was like, bet. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't. I no. They're not my fans. They were just people who like people who see me outside. Okay, fans is an excessive yeah, word. Yeah, like they're just people who see me outside all the time. Okay, I feel yeah. it. I feel. I feel it because of I have a couple friends that do like the music things. Mm-hmm. I have a few friends that are athletes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point like a, one of my homeboys. He walked into like uh, it was like a bar or a club, right? Mm-hmm. And the people like stopped and took pictures with bro. 
Oh, and wow. then, no, like, I haven't reached that. Yet. <laughs> I wish, I wish. Take a picture of me. I'm a, I'm a cute. <laughs> nah, that'd be lit. Yeah, no, it was to the point where like hoes would leave the mans that they were with to go take a picture with bro. It was it was to that level, right? That's excessive. <laughs> so it's like, oh yeah, no, that's just that's just a thing that happens. So yeah, yeah I feel like you need to be able to disconnect from yeah. everyone because if you're like smiling high energy for everyone you'll just have no more energy mm-hmm. uh, me i just balance it out like i know when to go out i know when not to go out i know mm-hmm. when to stay home i know when to like to, to go, like go and have a good time with my close friends i know when to say okay i'm gonna go out to this support this person's event oh you know what i fuck with you gang but i'm not gonna be there tonight i'm gonna mm-hmm. stay home i just don't feel like being outside it's just a matter of what i want to do i used to put myself aside and i used to just go 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 and then i was like what you're busy you know i was like fuck that i'm gonna stay inside and do what i want to do because mm-hmm. i don't want to be out here like that i want to be inside people i always thought that you have to be outside you have to show your face so people can get to know you and build that relationship with you and i was like you know what you don't you you can see me on instagram you can see me on snapchat i don't gotta be at every single freaking party monday thursday friday wednesday no i don't have to do that it's not for us like mm-hmm. it's not for us i feel that um does it feel like you're building something with ice? Yeah. How so? I'm going to be a millionaire. My company is going to have, I'm going to have multiple clubs. I'm going to have multiple events. I'm going to have multiple festivals. It's going to be in Africa. It's going to be in America. It's going to be in Europe. It's going to be all over. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to, it is going to be big. Like, the vision I have is so big, and it sounds like it's so untouchable, but, like, you just have to break down the plan, write it down the steps, and I've written down the steps, and I've broken down the plan. So it's like, that was just for me to do it. Why would I not do it? Because mm. I get discouraged or I get, I fail sometimes, but that's not going to stop me. How hard is it to continue to be on that path? Like, how do you... You cry sometimes. Mm. <laughs> you talk to your friends sometimes. You take a break when you need to take a break. You just keep on pushing. You have, you have, I have a goal. I can't stop until I get that goal. That's all I tell myself every day. But it's hard. At what point do you, are you supposed to give up then? You don't. But what if you're like, is doubt just never a thing that you really like engulf yourself in? No. Okay. No, because okay. I have faith. Mm. Is that the thing that helps you disconnect from all of the bad things that could happen from there? Because yeah. mm. bad things happen. I've been robbed. I've been in situations where people wanted to, like, fight me. I've been in situations where people were talking about bad about me. I've been in situations where people slandered my business. I've been in a lot of un- unnecessary situations. Mm-hmm. But, like, we're sitting here talking. Mm. <laughs> of course. No, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Did you always know this was the idea that you were trying to convey? No. I just knew I wanted to be rich, and I didn't know how. And I was like, well, how am I going to do this? And then one day, not even one day, I met these people, and they were all artists. And I was like, I'm in this group of friends. How can I add value to them? And an idea came to me, and I ran with it. What do you mean? How, how could you add value? So they're all artists. Oh, okay. And I'm not an artist. I'm saying I don't rap. I don't do none of that stuff. I don't mm-hmm. produce. I don't do none of that stuff. So I'm like, I'm in, these group, I'm in this group of people, and I'm just here coming, hanging over, Hanging out. Just being there. Just being there, vibing. And I'm like, what is this? Like, I, I've never been just a vibe. Like, I'm a vibe, but, like, I'm not I'm not useless. And I never want to be the girl who's like, oh, Ice is just our friend. No, Ice does this, or Ice has this. Like, she adds this. Because I feel like everybody in that group added value to each other. And I was just, like, in a way, like a fan. Mm-hmm. Now, that was not sitting right with my soul. <laughs> so, if you're in a different group of, like, friends, you think you would have went down a completely different path? You know, I don't know what life would have took me. I just know what happened. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, how important is culture for you? 
Oh, my culture is very important. Like you're I'm Liberian. Liberian, okay. I was born in Liberia. Came here when I was like three. I lost my culture for a long time. I felt like because my oh, mom, so. my mom didn't really want me to be intact with the culture because she was like kind of traumatized from the things that happened and when she was back home. Mm-hmm. So I was in the suburbs. Okay. All white kids. I have one African friend, but he grew up in the white. So he was he white. Was he, bur- was, he was burb. He too. was burb too. Like we was all in the same vibe. And so I'm always used to like pray, pray, pray. I said, God, I want African friends. I want African friends. Like that's what I want. And then, boom, I got a bunch of African friends, and I started learning more things. My cousin, um, she's very like cultured. She always used to, I, was, I used to hang out with her. She's very like country. So I got my <laughs> accent. I learned how to like speak the like pigeon. It was just like, it was nice for me to grow up into it. But I had to like search for it. It wasn't okay. something that just came to me. Like, yeah, my mom is strict. I have the mom that's very strict. I had the African food, but like. That was it. I didn't know the stories. I didn't know traditions. I didn't know we were supposed to bring a sake, like a saka or something like that. I didn't know what that was. I didn't know you're supposed to put a lapa on the floor and people graduate. I didn't, I didn't know none of that stuff. Mm. Like I learned it as I, as I progressed in this this life of mine. Was it? Do you feel like it was kind of hard, um, not having that background, like going through like middle school, high school? Hard. Mm, or was it literally just like a thing that you just didn't know? It was a thing that I didn't know, and I think it was good for me to go where I went to because I, now I can be in any room. Okay. I can be in a room with a bunch of white men sitting around the corner, sitting around me and I'm the only black girl and I could still hold my own. I could be in a room with a bunch of African men and I still hold my own. A bunch of black American, a bunch of Hispanics and still hold my own. I could always, I can be in any room because I grew up with a diverse lifestyle and then I came back to who I really am and like I'm still black at the end of the day so the black Americans don't, I don't see them as different. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know how they see themselves as different? I don't mm-hmm. see them as different. I'm like, you, we're the same. You're just, you're just black. Like you're just black American, I'm just African American. Like that, mm-hmm. it's that it's that one thing. But at the end of the day, we're both still like we've got the same color, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it just kind of it worked. It was a benefit for me. I, I don't I don't regret not being. I don't regret growing up in this environment I grew up in. Okay, that's fair. Um, yeah. Real quick, let me spin back to the um, hosting and stuff like that. Being in that environment, did you feel like you were not pushed? Did you drink? I I stopped drinking. Really? Yeah. How come? Cause I was drunk every weekend. <laughs> Yo, like I was drunk every weekend. I wake up Monday morning and go had to go to work at nine a.m. I'm nah, drinking on Sunday is crazy. Cra- of course, but we're outside. <laughs> like it was lit. Like that was always the vibe. Like we go. Every, it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That was that was just the schedule for uh, like six, seven, eight months. Yeah, and so I'm drinking Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Like what is that? And I was just like, fuck this shit, I'm done. So I stopped drinking. I'll drink champagne and wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. So did you feel yourself becoming different while you were drinking? Or what What was it that was like, all right, I'm just over it? For me, it's, just, it's not me. I've never been a drinker. Like, I'm going to keep... Can I say this? Can I say yeah, I'm a smoker. Like, okay, okay, I know, I, like, okay. I used, yeah. So, like, I used to smoke. I still smoke. But Why is that? What people be like? Oh, I can either drink or I can't smoke. For me, it's not or. It was like uh, <laughs> the smoking didn't make me have hang. Like, I wasn't feeling like I was never hungover, but I didn't wake up feeling sluggish after a point. Oh, okay. You know, but after like four shots, I'm waking up feeling sluggish. Only four. Bro, like ten, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, it used to get there. Like, we would be lit, but after four shots, like, I'm like, I'm like, dang, I'm lit. It was fun. I love drinking. Like, it's so much fun when you're drunk. You're just mm-hmm. like carefree. Like me, I'm carefree and I'm ready to dance. Okay. Like that's drunk ice. Like I'm talking, I'm laughing. Like that's just me. So it's fun when I get drunk. But it was like, dang, like this is irresponsible. Like I'm literally drunk, Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, and sometimes Thursdays and sometimes Wednesdays. What was Wednesday? Bro, we had industry night at Tantrum. 
Man. Yeah, and I was hosting good. Industry Night at Tantrum. <laughs> yeah, bro, like it was every Wednesday. Every Wednesday we was at Tantrum Industry Night and we would get lit. They give oh, me a free wow. bottle, my team coming for free, invite everybody. They had we was free till eleven thirty. So if all my girls come in before eleven thirty, we're lit. We got a free bottle. One of these niggas gonna buy us another bottle, or I'ma buy us another bottle. Now we got two bottles. And now we all just lit. That was every Wednesday for like two months. It was like eight Wednesdays, I think I was oh, a part wow. of. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But so, it was a great event though. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, how okay. Cause I feel like a lot of people drink because they it gives them a chance to escape themselves. Because mm. I know a lot of people, when they start drinking, they become like damn near superheroes. Yeah. Like their game is through the roof. Mm-hmm. The way that they feel is through the roof. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like better for everyone involved mm-hmm. when they're drunk. Yeah. So did you did you notice that you were like changing who you were personally? Or was it just like an amplifier of yourself when you get drunk? It was an amplifier of myself. I just, I, I, I like my drunkness. The reason why I like to drink before was because I can dance when I'm drunk. Okay. But I really think it was I could relax. Oh, okay. You know? Mm-hmm. And like I could relax when I'm drunk. I'm not thinking about nothing because I'm drunk. So I, mm-hmm. could, I, I could dance. But I really feel like I can dance, but not really. I can just, I can move a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> the anxiousness to you feel me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like I tried, but when I was drunk, I always would dance. So I, I, that's why I like getting, I get like getting lit because I could dance really well. Mm. Not really well. Let me not cap to myself. <laughs> Pretty you good. You can enjoy it. You, you can feel enjoy me? it. Yeah, no, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. See, because like even for myself, oh, there's a part of myself that's like, OD confident, like mm. damn near. What's what's the, what's the word? What's the word? Not manic, mm. but like a couple steps below that. Mm. So that's. I feel like I can turn to that person anytime I want. Like it's yeah. there. Yes, I think so too. <laughs> but once I drink, I'm just automatically that him. person. Like that's, you're him. That's a problem. <laughs> I can't be living life like that. Do that's you think the, that's a problem? Um, in the long term, yes, because of. I realized that I could I could say some mean things. I'm a mean person. Is it mean? Is it mean or is it's, it real? It's 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 enjoyable. I find it enjoyable. You find it enjoyable? Yes, because so what makes it mean though? You said mean first. I'm confused. Okay. Um, I have this way of like connecting with people, mm-hmm. and people tend to open up a lot when they're around me, right? Yes, I Be- mean, yeah, I feel that I have that. Because of I, I think the whole reason for that is because like the average person doesn't listen to anybody. They're anytime they're talking to someone, they're just waiting for them to talk again. I'm yeah. like, that's just so annoying. Yeah, yeah. So I've learned to like, you know what? Let me just let the person get whatever they have off their chest, and yeah. people tend to take that opportunity because it's it's very rare. Yeah. And when I drink, the conversation just escalates. It's really easy mm-hmm. for it to just to escalate. Very, but not in like a I'm trying to throw hands escalate, mm-hmm. but more like wow I didn't even notice about I didn't even notice that about myself. Mm-hmm. And then just if you do that for seven to eight minutes, the conversation tends to go somewhere. Really? Well, okay, give me an example because I don't understand. Like, are, like, yeah, I don't understand. I want an example. Okay, let's say let's say we're we're talking <laughs> and I noticed that you led, tend to like slouch, right? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, you'll say it. Yeah, I'd be like I was like, why are you slouching? Do you not focus yourself or like say say some shit oh, like that? Oh, is that mean though? People, people gets people take it. People tend to take it. That's them being sensitive. That's not being mean. That's real. See, if you slouching, why are you slouching? (laughs) See, because someone, someone has said that to me before. Mm -hmm. Someone had told me like, I just need to sit up straight. Then you like, you need to put your head up. You need to. You, you, you're always slouching. People have said that to me, and it's like I took it. I was like, oh shit. (laughs) I was like, I am that bitch. Like, why, why am I slouching? You know what I mean? Like, it's. I think being called out Mm -hmm. is necessary. That is fair. 
but to random people that it, it takes it gets to gets to the you, point. But they started talking to you. Oh, that's, that's told fair. you to come I, talk the, to me. See, you I didn't like know, to smile, you didn't bro. know you didn't know you didn't know what you were setting yourself up for and now that you're here, if you can't take the heat, baby girl, just you oh. know, just Ever since I've been back, I've realized back from Oh, I came back from DC for for an internship. Okay, okay. Ever since I came back, I'm just realizing how people like actually look and it's starting to really piss me off. To the point where I can, like, n- the way that I hyper-focus on features mm-hmm. that I never did before is starting to piss me off. Because it's, you can features, see them like facial features. Facial features, the yeah. way that they're standing, their voice inflections, mm-hmm. things like that. Because, like, the whole summer, my whole job was to listen to politicians mm-hmm. and try and figure out what they meant by what oh, they're they saying. saying. So that's what I was doing from, like... 8 a.m. <laughs> so what do you like read when you look at me and when you have conversation with me? Oh, uh, confident, kind of. Confident, kind of. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it wouldn't take too much for you to start self like thinking. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I get that. Yeah, because that's true. Like for me, it's like. It's like for me, it's like I listen to too many people, and that's my problem. Mm, why? Why is that a problem? Because it's like, not everybody is going to look out good for you. So it's like, I'll listen to them and I'll second guess myself. And that's what I'm busy. That's what I'm trying to say. Because like, I'll have an idea and then I'll listen to somebody and it's like. And then it just ruins your idea? Yeah, it's like, why did I listen to you? I should just listen <laughs> to myself. And like, literally my friend, um, Mix, he's on my team. He's on, he's one of the promoters on my team. He was, that's literally what he told me. He was like, Ice, like, you have good ideas. You like, you're, you're, you're good. Like, you don't need to listen to other people. You don't need to like, doubt yourself. You need to just focus on yourself and just do what you feel like is right. Is that just you being like, an African woman? Do you think that's yeah, what that is? is? Do you think that's just you being an African woman? Because I've noticed that with a lot of African, especially women, right? Mm. They tend to take a lot of criticism in comparison to like, African men. They just, listen, I just, I'm not hearing it. Uh, mm-hmm. So do you think that's what it could be? I wonder. I wonder if it's because I'm an African woman. It could be a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. It could be a environmental thing. It could just be a, a me thing. I'm in my head too much. Mm. But I don't know. I feel like my mom. Mm-hmm. She wasn't. She wasn't the best like listener to herself. Oh okay. She would have a vision. She would have an aspiration. She would have something, and then she would listen to somebody else. So it could be my like I got it from my mom thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it, but she was an African woman too, so maybe it could just be. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. See, because of I, because I know some boss ass African women. That's why I don't want to say like it's an African woman thing. Oh, of course. There's but then always... again, I think it's a culture thing too, because like we really do are put like it's like okay, we having this idea, but no, do it like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's been a situation a lot in our culture. Mm-hmm. So yeah, probably because of the reason. Kind of the reason why I think about that is because mm-hmm. of. I learned from a young age that people don't really know what they're talking about because they don't, they've never done that. Yeah. That's, and they, they have no experience to it. Mm-hmm. Their ideas sometimes are contradictory, but they don't even know that it's contradictory. Yeah. That, and they're just dumb. They're yeah. just, people just love to hear themselves think. Yeah. Or just have, have them talk. And I realized ever since I was young, it's like just, it's, don't, it's not don't listen to anybody, but have a group of individuals around you to run ideas through that are at least intelligent in some, mm-hmm. in some way or another. Because I feel like it's it's so easy to get uh, to listen to a fool because they sound smart. <laughs> that's, that's something that's super easy to do. I think that is really easy to do, too. Like, especially, like, not to shit on the church, but especially going to church a lot and mm-hmm. just talking to certain pastors. Man. What do you mean? Some of these pastors don't know what they're talking about. And what what aspects? Like, a lot of aspects. Like, they'll tell you something. Like, imagine a pastor telling you you're cursed. 
<laughs> okay. Like, what? What do you mean? Why did they say that? <laughs> because they said I was cursed. Were they just hating? <laughs> it just sounds like hating? I don't think it was hating. It was a pastor. He's a prophet. He was like, your dad is cursed, so it's trickled down to you. Ah. Like your, your life, your, he's like, like, your weddings, your, like, your marriage life will never be successful. Your business life will never be successful. You need to come to church. You need to do this. You need to do this. And it's like, I've also heard him prophesy to other people. And I've also heard, like, other pastors say certain things. And I've also heard, like, other people say certain things. And I'm like, you're in a position of power. And instead of you taking that time to really, like, build something, you're trying to, like, get money out of people. Mm, so I don't like that. It was from the perspective of come to church, keep giving your tithes, and maybe it'll change? No, it was like a come pay this, like, whatever, and we're going to bless your life if you pay this, and da 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 all this extra stuff. Like, real life, that's why, I was, that's why I'm here today. I was supposed to go to the Bible study. I came here instead because I was like, I'm not going to go. Oh, wow. You're not going to tell me I'm cursed? Like, what? See, so, like, that's just an example of what you just said mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. people, like, just saying things. And it's like, you really are smart. But mm-hmm. it's like, what did you just say? Though? <laughs> you know? Like, why would you say that to somebody? You don't, like, you, that doesn't make sense. Do you think you'll ever go back to, like, his um, teachings? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I have to talk to my friend about it and see what he feels but I don't know. Because, mm-hmm. like, I've met some pastors that were funneling money out of the church into their own big ones. So that's why I've always been, like, kind of weary on the whole church thing. Because yeah. of, like, to give an individual the power of God is kind of is kind of ridiculous. If you really think about it. So, so that's why I've always been kind of weary on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know I feel that. But if you think about it, church is like when three people gather, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like you, your mind. You're conscious, you're subconscious. That's already four people, but it's not just you. You can sit down, read the Bible, talk to God. You're good. Like mm. You don't need to go to church, but you still need to go to church, but you don't need to go to church mm-hmm. to get your blessings. It's not like you're not going to get your blessings if you don't go to church. You have yourself, and you have your conscious, and you have your mind. Those are, those are all separate beings within your body, so mm. it's like... Read your Bible. Read mm-hmm. your Bible and talk to God. He's gonna He's gonna open things up for you. He's gonna make things make more sense for you. How has the church looked at what you do? So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. I've never asked. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They've never told me anything. I mean, people in the church have said things, but I don't. I don't care. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I know where I'm going. I know where. I know the vision. Okay. So you're not going to tell me because I'm going this route is bad. That's on you. That's your opinion. I understand, but I don't care. It's, mm-hmm. it's a personal problem. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Have you ever felt like you were doing the uh, the bad thing? Yes. How so? Um, Actually, this one girl, she comes to this party and got really, really drunk and started running around outside. And she was like yelling about how is, is is that shit's like does that anger you when people do dumb shit that is connected to you? It doesn't anger me. It makes me worried. So I'm like, how did you get there? Like, what's going on? I always be like, damn, what's going on with you? Because mm. she was like, I'm gonna kill myself. I hate my life. Like she was yelling. But this is somebody I see every weekend, having a good time, dancing, vibing, and like, she just was went crazy in a way, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, things like that will happen and I'll really like, really be like, wow, like, I'm setting people up. Like, I'm giving people the space to escape their problems. I'm not, I'm not giving people the space to feel their problems. And then I was, then I'll like, come back to earth and I'm like, Ice, it's okay. 
you know the decision, you have the purpose, you, you'll be okay. Mm. Like See, you'll, cre- you'll create that space when it's time to create that space. I feel like, um, from what, is that my phone? Am I the joker? It's me, and I keep trying to turn it off, and it's not giving, <laughs> do not disturb. I feel it. Okay, I think I just did it. But no. Am I the joker? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, what does that mean? Oh, uh, but no. Okay, guys. My friend has a wine. It's called Ronaldo Cortez um, Brooklyn ah, Bourbon Berry Red Wine. I haven't tried it. It's still new. I literally got it yesterday. But tap in. I wish I had his business card. He also has soaps. But he has a shop in St. Paul. You see it? If you need it or you want it, just hit my line. I got you. It's, going, it's really nice. I haven't tried it yet, but I just know it's nice. How much was the bottle? He gave it to me for free as a gift. Oh. Yeah. Well, t- how much is the bottle? <laughs> I didn't ask. Ah, yeah, <laughs> I didn't what? ask. <laughs> is that his face on it? But yes, it's his face. Nah, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's a black man. Like This is a black man liquor. We need to support black people stuff. Nah, facts. Facts, yeah. facts, 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 facts. No, you know what? To speak on that, to speak on that. The shit that always pisses me off deep down inside. What people are always You'll like, be reckless. I'm scared to see what you're going to say. <laughs> a lot of people be on the energy of, like, talking about black stuff. Like, oh, black men this, black women this. Um, They shouldn't be doing this or that or this and that. Mm-hmm. Having this, that, and the third to say, but we'll never put money in a black business. But yet, we'll always speak about black things. It's your fault HBCUs are down bad. It's, it's just your own fault. So, yeah, that is. That is true. Yeah. That's true. Because even, like, the HBCU athletics, when I wanted to go to HBCU, I was like, there's barely any D1 HBCUs, but there's all these talented black people. I'm confused. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> to, to this point, the point that I was saying earlier, this yeah. is why segregation should, should kind of spin back. Because imagine Please if... explain. Imagine if all these athletes at all these D1 schools, even the Ivy League D1s, all the niggas together, if they went, instead of going to Alabama, they went to Howard mm-hmm. or Morehouse. Mm-hmm. like Or Spellman. Literally, yeah. literally. Like if Zion, instead of going to Duke, Pick Savannah State or something like that. What? How much money could have really been generated if you just you just came to these schools? So just at a small point like that, because like throughout history, especially for Black folk, right? The most, the the best time. Not even going to say best time, but the most profitable time and the most prosperous time for Black people was when we had Black Wall Streets. Yeah, and then. Mm-hmm. The only time that uh, the reason why segregation ended or like black people weren't allowed to continue to buy black stuff is so they were forced to buy white stuff. They were losing a lot of money and funnel it to black companies. So now they made it legal for black people to do other things like that. And that went and ruined everything. We should spin it back because I think niggas need to be forced (laughs) to do some shit like that. That's why we're not winning because we need to be forced. Wow, that's a good perspective. But, yeah. oh. I haven't thought about like segregation coming back, but like when you spin it like that, it makes sense. It's like mm. it makes sense. Like, hey, you can't you can't buy from the white man. Yeah, you just you just can't. It's just, like, it's you just, just cannot do it. So, yeah. But do you think that would negatively impact the black community? Not at all. If they're forced to do black shit, mm-hmm. not at all. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, what about all the people who say like black businesses are unprofessional? Are they unprofessional? I've, I've done some unprofessional shit. <laughs> I've done yeah. some shit where it's like, 
that was not the right way to do that, but I still did it. Huh. See, I feel like one of the, the, the bigger problems that arises is that since there's not a chance to have the real funding to have, like, higher echelon people working for you, it's kind of hard to hire good help when you're doing it for as cheap as possible. So I feel like that's one of the problems. Um, Motherfuckers not holding themselves up to the high standards as they should be. That's... Having to work another job. Exactly. That and also, like, what are the unprofessional ones? Mm. Are these tech companies? Or is it like a nigga that's selling a t-shirt? So is it really unprofessional or is it just a business model in and of itself? So I feel like that's like the the separation that needs to be made to be, to begin with. Because I feel like it's hard to actually run something as a well-oiled machine when the product in and of itself is not even that, that good. That's honestly... I generally hate when uh, black folks think of, oh, let's, let me start a business that is literally just like a t-shirt that they just like print some shit on. I'm like, bro, you're not, you're not a fashion icon. You're not doing this. You're not helping nobody with what you're doing right now. Go learn tech. <laughs> Go learn finance. Something. Start a real business like, like the wine shit. That's late. But no, everybody wants to start a, a, a joggers or like a hoodie or things like a hat that they print their name on it. And I'm like, Cool, but how big can you really scale that? So, yeah, that's just Gucci. My... What do you mean? Gucci, Louis Vuitton. Did they? Telfer. Okay. Telfer, Telfer. Ah, that's a great bag. This is, this is a bag. Yeah, I know that. How many bags them, have we seen that looks like this? Them bitches, yeah, no, they... No, but how many bags have we seen that looks like this? What do you mean? That look like this. It's just a... It's, it's a regular bag? Yeah. See... With, uh, with his logo that he put on there. And this shit blew up. I re- and this is an African... This is a Liberian man who made this. Really? Yeah, he's Liberian. Ah, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Liberians are usually joking, but... That's W... I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. That's a Nigerian me. I'm sorry. My apologies. But no, see, I feel like the difference is Gucci isn't selling a t-shirt. They don't like, I feel like. What? I, Gucci. I feel like that is Tommy not. Tommy jeans. I feel like this and like Gucci when it's literally just like Gucci printed on. That's not really. I feel like that is for the broke folk <laughs> that are trying to say that they have Gucci. Mm. I feel like Gucci makes like, you know what? But Okay, this is the point. Oh. Did it die? Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> it, it needs to pull down. But I will say, seriously, though, like, when it comes to these shirts, Gucci did it. If Gucci can put Gucci on that motherfucker, I should be able to put Icy on that motherfucker and run it up. But, but do you have other products that are kind of like Gucci, like the suits, mm. the actual different uh, cut designs that literally... That would be the hope. You would hope that people would design things like that as well. See, I feel like that's the thing. People aren't thinking about that. They're, I think be they will. Some, like, I feel like you always got to start somewhere. And when you mm. start somewhere, you want to get tired of doing what you're doing. You want to do something else. You want to expand. You want to grow. Like, Okay. You know what? That's fair. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll you know? Because I've yeah. seen like someone like, okay, her name is, oh, fuck. I can't remember her name. She's a Liberian girl in the community. And she sells um, like... She sells like African stuff. That girl started, or not forget about her. I know this girl named Bolu. Bolu, she started doing um, like, like what's it called? Head like no, it was like oh, with purses like it was like like them things that go around your waist. Mm-hmm. You know what they're called? Beads. No, it wasn't a bead. It was like a purse that go around your waist. Oh, fanny packs. Fanny packs. She started doing fanny packs. Okay. And now she's designing dresses. 
that's nice. And okay. she's African. She's Nigerian. And it's like you people. That's like I feel like that's always you got to start somewhere. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. See, I feel like I've been spoiled because of like I've done a lot of research of of motherfuckers like uh, Armani, Givenchy, yeah. things things like that, right? Mm-hmm. And it's always like an actual artist that knows how to draw. Okay. It's it's not like a dude that made a custom ink tee okay. and had a design and then just starts mass producing it on, on regular clothing. And then the clothing isn't even that like durable. I'll have to buy a new one in two weeks. It That's loses true. its shape after after I wash it twice. Yeah. That is a bad product, just just to begin with. Yeah. And I, I feel like true. that is just a uh, uh, as a microcosm of all the problems yeah. that is with people that don't want to actually make like real artwork. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you feel like what you do is art? Yeah. How so? Every event is different. How so? I curate every event different. You, I have themes. I have people that come to perform. I have like different activities you can do. I have different like hosts that come in. I have different DJs that come in. Do you actively make make it like a mood? Yeah. yeah. Also, I like try to. I, depending on what the vibe is, like this next event we have is a matrix. Did you see the promotion and anything yes, for I that? Mm-hmm. So it's like we curated that event because we wanted to be a matrix vibe. We want everybody looking like the looking like leather. Have your little Catwoman suit on, whatever. We want the DJs to fit the vibe. We have a DJ who's from out of state, so he's um, super lit. His name is DJ Tony Tone. Polo G's DJ, mm-hmm. so he's like really lit. We have another DJ coming as well, DJ Peace Boy. He always is there, but um, he like always curates that lit vibe where it's like, okay, we're coming to have a good time. There's gonna be a performer. How many times you go to a club and you see someone perform, like a local artist perform? People might be annoyed by that, but I don't care because at the end of the day, we're growing and we're progressing. No, yeah, yeah, like I don't care if you're annoyed by it because some people are gonna have fun. I've had dancers come in and just outburst at the party, like just start mm-hmm. dancing, shut the music off. Hey, we're we're about to show you a dance performance. Like it's just every single event. Is different and so I feel like when it comes to art you're creating something right mm-hmm. and I can't draw but I'm creating this event because mm-hmm. I never thought I was an artist before but then okay. one of my friends told me she was like no you are and mm-hmm. I was like you know what I am yeah <laughs> <laughs> no I feel that I feel that see oh I went to New York um I was I was on like a it was a top business trip right she got some episodes mm-hmm. and we ended up going to this one club where there was like go-go dancers on the on like the on, on the, the couches and shit on like that, couches. just like random spots. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, huh, that's cool as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I was at a club in Florida and there were like go-go dancers on the bar, mm-hmm. and they were like on the there was on like another section. They were just standing up, they were dancing. I'm like, I've never seen this before in Minnesota. Same reaction. I'm like, that's cool as fuck because exactly. they curated that vibe for their guests. Mm-hmm. See, a place that I know I feel like has like a great vibe is Tantrum. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when I did walk in, I was a little bit gone, a little bit. But yeah, that was a beautiful night. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Because it was me, uh, my homeboy flew in from New York. Yeah. Um, my, do you know someone named Chinamaram, the video, video actor? Yeah, I know him. Yeah, yeah, he pulled up. It was just a, a group. Mac was hosting, yeah. like, uh, things like that. And then we ended up going to Tantrum. Mm-hmm. And we walk in, it was just a sea of blue lights. Yeah. And African music. African music. And then the African culture. African women. Of, you and know they what? bat, too. Oh, what? Oh, my <laughs> God. That shit is, it blows me every single time that I, like, yeah. realize how much black folks are in this state. Did you go to the Burner Boy concert? No. I was you, in, I was in, bro, see. I went to the Burner Boy concert. I was blown <laughs> away. I never seen so many Africans in my life. It was, like, 8,000 people. There was, like, 8,000 people there, and they were all black faces. I said, what? <laughs> and then I said, hold on. Pause. I'm going to be rich. There's 8,000 people. There's Just here. 
And imagine all the people that are from out of state. That and imagine all the club. people who didn't come. So yeah, no. There's 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 a good there's a great there's a crowd there's an audience here yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. How are you connecting to them? Doing my Afrobeats at these events or trying my best to do Afrobeats at these events, supporting other Africans as they have their events, mm-hmm. just showing my face when I feel like it. Because because I know there's like a big ass African community, especially yeah. like uh with example ozone yeah with yeah. um. Obiora, Mac, a bunch of just all of them, right? Yeah. How do you think uh, Ozone is a part of the African uh, culture, like the music scene in Minnesota? I think they're a part of it because, ask me again. Kind of, okay. Um, How do you think uh, Ozone is affecting the music culture that is in Minnesota? I think they're affecting it in a way they're putting... Uh, lights on Afrobeats and they're also putting a light on black culture mm-hmm. and just like like real work like mm-hmm. it's like every time like Ozone drops something it's quality you mm-hmm. don't look at their stuff and it's like uh you know like they're dropping good music they're dropping good flyers it's they're dropping like real music See the reason why. The reason no, why you're one up. of those. You said it's real music. You're one of those. So, this is up. why you said you're mean. I get it hear, now. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Because of, I, I met so many like artists that's like they even try to get on the show and shit like that. I'm not gonna name no names because that's kind of crazy. But <laughs> but he, they in your inbox. They know who you're bro, talking about. He sent me his his shit and I'm listening. I'm like, this sounds like if I was to think of a SoundCloud like like it doesn't sound like I would hear this on Spotify. Yes, it doesn't sound like I wouldn't hear this on the radio. Exactly. Yes, that's my that is a big thing for me too. And I feel like if I can't even like visualize myself hearing it on a radio, I feel like it's not it's not real. And I don't, mm. I'm not counting that. I mean, but it's you can't say it's not real. It's still real. They just they're still learning. They're progressing. <laughs> see, see, I feel like... what I'm, is it, fake? Is, not, this is fake music? It's not that it's fake. It's just not up to par. It's that, it's that, if I was to be like, hey, yo, have you heard this person? And they're like, they'll hear, and then they hear the music, like, oh, this is one of your friends, isn't it? If they don't think this is like an actual artist, I'm not showing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Here, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you, for real. Because I put, I put someone onto your music, and they're like, eh. And now I can never put music onto them ever again. <laughs> just because you wanted to joke with your music. And it's my fault now because I don't want to put off you? God, that's God. <laughs> I'm not hearing that. Oh, see, uh, I'm, I'm the type of friend to tell my friends to stop making music if they're not good. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, no, because we're, we're reaching that age. No, because, <laughs> like, baby, you're 28. 28 is ridiculous. I was <laughs> 22, 23. No, 23. So I'm 23. Like, 23, that's your hustling age. But if you hit 25 and it's not sounding like how it's supposed to it sound. does sound realistic yet? All right, bro. But I mean, if you, there, people become millionaires off of music like 40 years old. Oh, yeah, no. Shouts out to you if you, you end know? up doing it. But I'm not going to be sticking my neck out. You feel it? It just won't be my own neck that stuck out. You feel me? <laughs> I hear you, gang. I hear you. Uh, is it hard with that conversation? Um, yeah. How's up? You don't want to hurt somebody's dreams. It's like somebody... But what if it needs to be hurt? Damn. Because, like, if you're their homie and you're not going to tell them they shit is not... Giving? Um... I mean... It's like, I feel like you have to have that conversation in a careful way. Okay. And you got to say the right things because it's like, at the end of the day, that's your homie. Yeah, you think they suck, but what if the next person thinks they're really fire? 
what if that's just not your vibe? Mm. You know, like I have a friend, like like home dog. I would damn near want to say his name, <laughs> but I'm not gonna do it. But if he watches it, he probably don't talk about him. Like I don't love his music, mm-hmm. but he has an audience. But does it at least sound like real music? Like if you were to play this, does it just sound like an artist that you just don't like, or does it just sound like a, a product that's not finished? Because I feel like mm-hmm. that is two completely two different, different things. things. I don't think it sounds like a product that's not finished. I think it's just the artist that I don't really like vibe with. Exactly. So that's different. Exactly. That's real. Because of like if you're like dropping stuff and like the production in and of itself is just not good, mm-hmm. why would you do that? <laughs> that seems like a in their head it sounds good. But I just be so blown sometimes because I'm like, baby, you hear the radio music and you hear this, like, what's going on? But I feel like I don't like putting people's dreams down. I like to mm-hmm. give, like, advice and suggestions mm-hmm. and leave it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to tell you you should stop making music. I'm going to be like, I think you could do a better job at that and really enjoy it that much. I think you could. this sounds bad, this sounds not that good, but this was sounding good. The lyrics were great, but the way it sounded, it was just, you know. I'm going to give, like, what is it, constructive criticism or whatever? Like, oh, okay, yeah. okay. All right, that's, that works, that works, that works. Yeah. Because, hmm. like, imagine somebody was like, your podcast is fucking dumb, bro. That shit's never going to work out. See? Like, damn. You didn't have to say it like that. Here, and that's, your, that's your best friend saying that shit. Here is the thing. Here is the <laughs> He's thing. like, let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to listen. I've realized from even the formats of a podcast. Yeah, like, what makes your podcast different? Why? Yeah, why do you think? That's not the, it's not so post, that's not the point. That's, that's, not, the, that's <laughs> not even the point. Okay, let me listen. Because it's like, if you don't like it. I understand. Shouts out to you. That's fine. Because if I just sent you an hour's worth of content for you to consume, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be mad that you didn't want to consume an hour's worth of content, Mm -hmm. that's crazy. Because it's different than a song where it's like, oh, here's this three minutes out of your life. No, this is here. This is an hour and a half worth of content that's going to be that's taken away from you. Mm -hmm. So I would get it if you don't mess with it. Mm -hmm. So it's that, and also. Ah, one of my so going to a school like this, you there's white folks around you, there's white friends and shit like yeah. that. I was talking, I was like, "Hey, have you heard the podcast?" He's like, "I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. None of this pertains to me." And I said, "You know what? I understand. I yeah. totally get it. Mm-hmm. Because for me to come on this show and talk about black shit for an hour and a half mm-hmm. and expect you to be like, yeah, black shit, that's that's crazy. <laughs> that's that's inconsiderate of myself. That's being inconsiderate." So yeah, that's that's the way that I see, especially with uh, a podcast, because it's mm-hmm. it's hard to listen to a shit. It's it's really hard. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of like a, reading a book. Like, mm-hmm. for example, this episode, the first ten minutes was like pretty mid, but like at the twenty minute mark, that shit was it's 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 getting, <laughs> it was giving, it's, it was giving, exactly yeah. it escalates, and because it's hard for a person to just start talking to a person and get mm-hmm. comfortable in ten minutes, they just yeah. start going and really opening up. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like that's like the the. The give and take of it, especially when it's like a literally a random podcast. This is the first time that they're listening to it. So, ah, for those that do are that are trying to uh, start a podcast, here's an ad for you. Use my code. But here's a question I want to ask you: What makes you beautiful? What makes me beautiful? Mm-hmm. Um, I think my spirit. Mm-hmm. What does that even mean? Because I feel like my spirit is like good and happy and genuine and pure. Mm-hmm. I don't ever like go into situations where I'm like, I want to fuck you over. Or, like, I want to, like, purposefully hurt you unless you take me there. But, like, on a normal day, it's never, like, I'm conniving and trying to, like, snake people. And, like, naturally I've noticed, like, people just are drawn to me. Like, how do you say people are drawn to you and they want to just talk to you? Like, people are drawn to me and they want to just talk to me. So I just feel like 
how I carry myself and like how I like accept people and I just let I just let life run its course and I never really like really 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 just really just like just fall like I'm gonna fall and I'm gonna be down I'm gonna be sad I'm gonna be in my feelings but like I'm gonna get back up and mm. try my best to do it again. Was that always a hard thing for you? Yes. Also, depression, anxiety, like weight, like being dark skin, like being the only black girl, like being like a token child in a way, like at school. It's like it was just so many different factors where I was just like being going through some of the things I've been through, like some traumatic experiences. It's just like, why is this happening to me? Like I'm not enough, or I'm not good enough, or I'm not, like, I'm not blessed. Like I'm all these different things, but it was just like no, I just, like. You're you. This is this is what you got. <laughs> like, you feel me? Like, like it or don't like it. Yeah. Mom. <laughs> like, what are you gonna do? And it's like I'm still learning. Like what you said, you hit it right on the head. You're like confident, kinda. And it's like that kinda is gonna go away. <laughs> but that confident is always gonna be there. That mm-hmm. kinda is gonna go away though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like I just had to really tell myself, you're good enough, regardless of what you look at yourself. Because you Google beautiful, you're gonna find white blonde girls. Yeah, it's changing, but yes, you will. Uh, you want me to do it? Ah, no. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, see? <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. <clears throat> so, <laughs> I've asked this question to a lot of people. Okay. Actually, I've asked this to a lot of white girls, too. Like, the blonde and shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're willing to tell me, like, features. Mm-hmm. Why did you go straight from features? Say it again. Why, why? Did, why didn't you go straight for the features? Like, why did you, like, explain, like, oh, I have, like, really nice eyes that people, like, really fuck with? Because, I mean, like, your features are your features, and some people are going to like your features, and some people aren't going to like your features, right? And you can change your features. Like, your spirit was given to you. Like, that's what you're, like, that's just what you are. That's what you've learned. Like, you've, I, I could go through so many different things, and I could literally, like, just keep that same spirit because I chose to keep that same spirit. But with the like, the, with my eyes, I could go to the doctors and change my eyes anytime mm-hmm. I want to. So it's like I could say like my favorite feature is my eyes. I could say my favorite feature is my smile. But like, what value does that really bring to the table? Mm-hmm. Like I could go and do my teeth and make my teeth even better now. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I just see like your spirit or your aura or like things that are on the inside. That's just that's really you. Like things that are on the outside. That's just like what you've been given. You could change that any type of, any to any time you want to. But like something about like people, you, you ever walk into a space and you're like, like you're just like, like by Elaborate it. on that. You've ever walked into a space and you're just like, if you feel the bad energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, the, those people are like that. They could be the finest person ever, but you feel that negative aura coming off of them. You're like, doesn't that make you uncomfortable? Imagine having that energy in your in your life the, your, for your whole life. That kind of sucks. No, that's fair. That's fair. I've... But that also is learned experiences and mm-hmm. what you chose to like, what route you chose to go. But I don't know. I think, I think the features question is so easy to say what pe- what you are attracted to in the forefront. But like, I think on the inside is really what matters at the end of the day. Okay, that's fair. I feel that. I feel yeah. That. What would you say about yourself? Oh. Uh. Oh, I feel like pretty symmetrical. Everything like works upon itself. Um, mm. But oh. symmetrical, like as in like your eyes and your like everything looks. Uh, it does. It's not exact, but it's mm. kind of close. Mm. Uh, that's and like everything just it, it just goes together well. Mm. But I feel like that's because I'm like working out and things like that. Okay. Okay. Um, but I feel like my best thing is. 
I bring greatness out of people, like mm-hmm. kind of like forcefully. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel like that would be my main thing because of. Okay, that's good. I see myself as like. I feel like I have an unwavering confidence about myself and like the way I see myself. Is it a little bit excessive? <clears throat> Maybe, but that's a different. That's a whole different conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can see the perfect version of another person in the context of what I see of my like yes, the way that I see I it. Yes, I feel that so hard. Yes, I feel that so hard. <laughs> so like anytime my homeboys aren't like reaching that like you're like bro, you're the shit. Why are you joking? Yeah, <laughs> you're like you're the playing. Bag. Yeah, uh, like you're playing with the bag. Yeah. Because like, one of my things is when my like the reason why I like seeing people around me do great is because of inadvertently. That that's gonna make my life easier because you're lit, just out of just inadvertently out of yes. nowhere. Yeah. Because if, let's say um I'm on a mission that I need like two of my fine I have two niggas that needs to pull up together like there's a three ball right, mm-hmm. and cool. you're out here feeling unconfident and you feel ugly and now none of us are getting nothing. Lucky bro, lucky. <laughs> you're joking. <laughs> you're joking. Ah. No, I feel that. Uh, I feel that, yeah. That's a good. That's but that's I feel like not to say anything, but that goes back to your spirit. That goes back to like just you you're you're so confident in yourself. You're like, bro, I have enough confidence for you and me. Let's go. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like let's fucking go, let's do this shit, you know? And that's that's amazing to have. Mm. That's amazing to have. And that's that's a beautiful trait. And like we need more people who have that confidence. Cause like it's hard to be confident, especially when you're in Why? a because like you're surrounded by all these different distractions, and instead of you focusing on yourself, you don't like at least me as a woman. I mm-hmm. like it's hard to focus on yourself because you're just worried about everybody else. You want to make sure my brother good. I want to make sure my mama good, my daddy good, my friends good, my cousin good. I want to make sure they all good. But it's like I just, you gotta be good yourself, <laughs> and it's like mm-hmm. I I skip that step. But mm-hmm. also my mom was like a caretaker, mm-hmm. so like she always made sure I was good. She made sure my dad, my brother, all that shit. So it's like. <sighs> It's a learned trait, but I'm working out of it. I feel it. Doing I feel better. it. I feel it. Yeah, I know. One thing that I've, like, always tried and, like, put into, like, my friends and stuff, um, the reason why I'm telling people to, like, push so hard for themselves and get to a, get to a higher spot mm-hmm. is because eventually you're going to need to fund other things. And if you're spending your whole life not working on the bag and yourself... Mm-hmm. The day will come where you have to pay for the check, and now you can't pay it, and now nobody eats because you weren't serious when you were 21. So, <laughs> be but serious. But I mean, somebody gonna have to step up and pay that check. Uh, don't. <laughs> you already ate the food. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Dine and dash life? Yes. Be serious. Yes, out of there. <laughs> oh, but we've reached the segments of Wish I Had a Sensei where my guest goes and gives some advice that we sh- that's. They wish that they had when they were growing up or some advice for themselves in the future or some advice for someone that's watching. Just advice all around. Mm. When I was growing up, when I was growing up, <laughs> not like, when I was growing up, I, I wish I was told that you're like, you can do it. Mm. It was always, you should do this. Mm. I, I was always told you should do this. You should be like this. You should do that. This is how you should live life. This is how you should do I was never told you can do anything you want to do. Whatever you put your mind to, you can do it. Just keep on striving. I wish I, I wish I heard that. Mm. I wish I heard that more growing up from the people who I care about. I heard that from like Nicki Minaj in the songs. You feel me? Like you're my boss ass bitch. You know, like Nicki Minaj was turning us up. But my mom, my dad, my teachers, friends, I never, you never heard that. Mm. At least in my life. So I wish I heard that more. 
Um, advice I would give to people, have a vision, make a plan, write it down, and go. Of course, of course. All right, y'all. And... Perfect. That was great jokes. <laughs>